I'm Austin Powers. And I'm Malcolm in the Middle. And we're the Idiot Savants. And you're listening to Crazy Train of Thought on the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. The booty? There be no booty here. How you be making all this coin? Anthology is a study of basically shape-shifting. Yes. Some of the things that they're doing equate to shitting on the floor. Hey guys, <laughs> how's it going? Jesus Christ, Sam, you fucking lost your mind. It's like, it's on you, and it's also on me. We all lose here. Check a look. Sam! Hey! You've made it back! Here I am, back in the big house, which would be... Uh, I, what are we calling this place nowadays? Is it still Savant, is Savant Studios? Savant Studios. Oh, yeah, back at Savant Studios. I just followed the signs yes. here, honestly. I didn't even pop it in my GPS. Good call. Yeah. I yeah. just I drove here with my eyes closed, even. What? No. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> Never drive anywhere with your eyes closed. Mm, what about off a cliff? Okay, fine. <laughs> gotcha. You can try- <laughs> I found the exception to your lame, uh, what is it, criteria? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Your the right faces word. Your criteria. Mm-hmm. Last week, I was listening to the playback, and I realized I forgot to do any sort of intro. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just get that out of the way just right now? Just before we forget. Just before we forget, because I forgot to do it last week. All right. Here we go. Yep. Welcome, Welcome everybody, to the Crazy, crazy train, train of Thought. thought. I'm your to host. by the idiot Savas. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to Ryan go again? Wolf. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. No, we don't get to go again. You got one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. I just threw up mom's spaghetti. Sorry about that. Yeah. Anyways, we got Ryan Wolf here. Ryan Wolf is here. That's me. I'm mm-hmm. Ryan Wolf. And, and I am an incorrigible Eskimo pie with a caramel ribbon. I don't even know what that means. It's something from Psych. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure all of our listeners will get that. Sam Romero is here. Thank you for joining us today, Sam. Mm-hmm. How was camp? Oh, maybe you should preface that with... Okay, my fault. You asked me, Sam, did you go to camp? Okay, uh, Sam, did you go to camp? No. <laughs> cool story, though, right? Yeah. No, Fuck I w- you, I know you went to camp, you yeah, son of a bitch. I did go to camp. It was good. It, I'm debating whether it was as good as the first time. Okay. Yeah, but serious panic mode, because I was not able to like corral these kids the same way I was with the other kids. Last year, I ruled with an iron fist. Yeah. This, but like... We didn't have kids show up again for the next year. I think it was because of me. And so I was like, "Oh, this is the the Bible camp thing." Yeah, this is okay, it. Okay, then you are you are uh chaperoning, right? No, I'm a counselor. <laughs> I'm the senior I'm the senior counselor. <laughs> okay, senior chaperone. Got it. Uh-huh. Senior chaperone. Chaperones are on field trips. Counselors are big boys who get to do Make executive decisions like, will we go swimming today? Okay, yes, wait a second. We will go swimming Who today. the fuck made you senior anything? Senior anything? Really? <laughs> Sometimes you're just senior by default. Enough people <laughs> leave, and suddenly you're the last one left. <laughs> That's oh. how I got the senior position as a salt delivery guy. Gotcha. Because everybody's just like <laughs> upgraded, and they're like, wow, Sam's still delivering salt, but I'm still the senior salt deliverer. So. <laughs> How do you all feel about that? It does say that on your name tag. So you could just assume, like, 
it was sparse. They were looking for counselors, and yeah. that was all that was left. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but yeah, these car- these kids were hard because like it was it was it was tough to enforce discipline because I felt bad about it last year, and I was thinking yeah. I don't want any more kids to leave. I'm gonna try to be. Hey kids, it's your it's your senior cool counselor here. You're gonna be like the cool uncle instead of really coming down on him about fix your math grades. What is this? What is this? A C minus? <laughs> is that the kind of legacy you want to leave behind? <laughs> You're destined for greatness. Get your shit together. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, it was. You just kind of remind me though, because like eventually, like last year, last year I, I tried to get like some anime zeal into them. Like I remember you had some gusto. And you are doing some link noises on this the last story. They still make jokes about that. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. That's awesome. Yeah, at the uh, I think people were going. They go. <laughs> so there's this girl who's like can't she? She just talks really quiet, or she's just really far away, but mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to like enunciate words properly because she's dumb. <laughs> but you go. I just basically I hear. <laughs> I had no idea what she was talking about because I didn't know that anybody still remembered yeah, that. That I... was Japanese, man. Yeah, no, Come she, on. She'd be saying, remember the time that you went in the show? What? I go, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. What? <laughs> but apparently that's something that I did. <laughs> I remember I remember going, hi. Yep. I remember that. You I don't remember you go- kayaking? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't remember going, well, that's how she remembered it, apparently, because that's that was the running joke or the running gag. Like basically, her and her friends at work, they'd go, "What the? Wait, how old was this girl? Not old enough. Don't worry. Well, I just no. I'm like, are you making fun of a seven year old? Oh, or was yeah. she another counselor? <laughs> She's another counselor. <laughs> not not like, can I get her number, bro? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I really like the way you said "what the." <laughs> By the way, are you free? Maybe uh, any any night. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, no, that, she actually got a concussion too. Wow! Yeah. you gave her a concussion. No, I didn't give her a oh. concussion. It was during our counselors versus uh, campers soccer game, which was brutal. Yeah, yeah. Like honestly, we 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 went hard. We went. <laughs> it was like three to zero, which is apparently like it translated into baseball. It's like sixty to sixty to zero, basically. <laughs> Or basketball would be like a thousand to zero, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about right. So what what happened during this game? Why? Oh what, yeah, like she, uh, two people went up for a header at the same time and their heads collided because you know, oh yeah, and she she was just like you know really and up- by went up for a header you mean they jumped in the air to hit the ball with their face? Uh, yeah, it was it was it all happened so fast. Just suddenly there's tears flowing and like. Teeth missing, not teeth noses missing, bleeding. But after a while, we're like, "Yikes, that was pretty bad." And I just see her like an hour later, just kind of like falling asleep on a uh, <laughs> on like a swing porch. And so I go and I sit sit around just to kind of make sure everything's okay. Like, hey, like, how do you feel? No response. <laughs> I wait for a little bit to wait for her to wake up, and she gets up and I was like, "Hey, how are you feeling?" She's like, "I feel like I'm gonna throw up." And I was like, "Yeah, you got a concussion." Yep, sure concussion do. Concussion town. But you're not supposed to let her sleep, Sam, unless you wanted her to die. Oh, that's like a, there's that's a myth. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm that's pretty a sure. Myth. I'm pretty sure it's medically not a myth. What a myth! I don't think so. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not sure, but maybe that's what that's what I was always told. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think you remember maybe from last year. Do you remember me talking about the wet burrito? Is what we call it. Yeah, it had like a foamy thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a foam thing out in the lake. Yes, I remember more this. More and more kids got hurt this year. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just like How one after drown? the other. Not enough. Not enough. No, yeah. no, none actually. Thank thank God. Thank you. Um <laughs> So uh, what, how'd they get? Oh yeah, yeah. So we were throwing them, them off the thing, and okay. they would hit each other on their way down. Oh yeah. Um, let's how see. deep is this water? Are they have only, life jackets? It's on? it's sta- it's tall enough that you can stand. For me to stand, my my head just pokes above the water. Okay. Um, let's see what else will we? But do? if you were eight, though, no, you're not touching. Pro- okay, okay, yeah, you're not touching. I mean, there were some kids there that were huge, but like, they're not <laughs> touching either. Um. Yeah, so eventually we just had to like cool them down a little bit because there's kids coming out of the water. I even I got hurt at one point. Um, I got a massive Charlie horse in my calf, and I thought <laughs> like this is it. I'm gonna die here. Yeah, I can barely touch the the ground. I can't swim. I'm dead. No, you had a good run. I had a good. You run. know, if you would have drowned, you had a good run. There's enough of you on the internet now to pe- for people to remember your aliens legacy. will remember yes. me thousands of years ago. Remember me for. Thank you, for listening. <laughs> um, what else happened that was kind of quirky? Oh yeah, it almost brought a tear to my eye because you know what? I think I mentioned this last last year. Gaga Ball. Yeah, something about Gaga Ball. It's I like remember. last last man standing. You can only use your hands, and if it touches your feet. By last man standing, do you mean it's hosted by Tim Allen and it's kind of racist? Yeah. Okay. That's exactly. I, I remember that. Yeah, it's pretty weird. He shows up every year. <laughs> What are you doing here, Tim? Tim? Get out of Go here. Go home. Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. <laughs> That's what he says, and it's really annoying. He doesn't stop. <laughs> it's like he has a push button or something. Yeah. But, okay, so he, uh, not Tim Allen. Okay, so Gaga Ball is this thing that all the kids are crazy about. And I found a volleyball. Actually, I carried a volleyball with me wherever I went. Right, as backpack. you do, because yeah. that's something that you do but now. We found I found a legit, like, really nice volleyball. Like, this thing was nice. Like, leather? Not leather. Okay. Um, it was, like, nice felt, and it was grippy, and it was just, like, pumped up the right amount. It just felt good in your hands. Okay. Um, And so, all of a sudden, all these kids start coming over, like, Mr. Sam, can we play volleyball with you? Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> And so, like, we it was, like, every night we all played volleyball. Like, Nice. Yeah, it was, like, a bunch of people, some of the counselors and stuff like that. It's a good time. Good time. Now, I remember last year at camp you were uh, trying to maybe get one of the counselors interested in you yeah, for a it was date one of the, time. It was one of the staff. For, a like, a little date thing. How did, did, did she come back this year? She was not there this year. Okay. Any any other uh, romantic interests at the camp there yeah, with the other counselors? There was this one counselor who I was like, okay, I was like, okay, she's pretty, but she's probably like still like in high school or something like that. I mean, like that's that's no go. That's yeah. obviously no go. And then at the very end of camp, she's like, not she, but like someone else was like, I can't believe that she's actually nineteen. I was like, Cha-ching! What, what did you say? No, she hates me. Oh, great. I don't I don't understand what happened. It's just like it was almost the exact same thing that happened last year. <laughs> Where it was like, hey, this is pretty nice. Like, she seems friendly and, like, funny. And then she's like, wow, she really does hate my guts for some reason. Won't speak to me very well. Anyways. Won't speak to you very well? You mean speak to you without screaming? More like I talk to, talk. you know, you talk and then they don't really say much back. It's ah, more like, like uh, a one-sided conversation One-sided deal. conversations, yeah. But you remember, okay, so you remember from last year how, um, I'll, I'll just say this. I just, 
imagine the same exact situation as last year with the with the girl in the dock with the sunset. Yes. Except it just happened again. <laughs> this is like the third time this is the at second least. Time. Second no. Time. You just told me a story the other week about how you approached a girl who was by herself looking at some water. Oh, yeah. So this is the third this time. Is the third time. So what happened this time? This time, I was like, uh, this was a girl that had been around before, and we kind of made eye contact before with our eyes. And yes. It's just like, that's hey, usually what eye contact means. Well, hey, what's up? And I'd, like, I'd say, hey, you know, what's it like working here and stuff like that? You know, small chit chat stuff, you know, glances, smiles, maybe perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Real flirty stuff, you know. My favorite part of Jurassic World is where the two brothers are together and they're about to ride a ride. And the older one is looking at girls that are his age, like, across the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, The younger brother's looking at what? Yeah, well, the younger brother's like, what are you doing? And he's like, nothing. He <laughs> goes, what are you staring at? Well, nothing. And then the little brother looks over and he goes, what's staring at them going to do? <laughs> and like... Perfect delivery, yeah. perfect like comedic timing there. It, it makes sense. I, I think about that all the time because, like, as a kid, when like dating or like going to Cedar Point or whatever, like especially in that type oh, of an yeah. environment, like, what's gonna like, happen? Like, yeah. you just gonna look at them and they're gonna be like, "Oh, hello, I do <laughs> marry me, please." <laughs> right? It's so dumb. Like, yeah, and then like guys even are so if you stupid, even if you did like get to know them, it'd be briefly. Oh yeah. Yeah, obviously. And then you'd be gone. So these are the that that's what I thought of when you were saying glances back and that's forth. Exactly what that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's it was just, just it was just polite little, you know, yeah. just hello stuff like that. Hello. How are you doing today? Did you talk like that to him? Is that why? No, actually. That's why they I talked like that you? a lot in camp, right? I talk like that in a lot of camp, and then all of a sudden people started doing that back to me. I was oh, like, God. Oh, no. It is starting to happen. Started a trend. Teacher, please get them to stop. It is hurting my feelings. Something like that. Fucking A. So anyways, um, it's one of our uh, ends of, end of the campfire and stuff like that. And so I go and I'm like, oh, no, there's someone sitting on the dock. Oh, no, it's it's that girl. <laughs> well, uh, you better approach her. Oh, no. I was like, no. I was like, oh, man, this is gonna, This is like a sign. I should not should not approach her at all. That was like your favorite thing to do. Yeah, so I approached her. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, we're having s'mores up here. Mind if I, uh, I was like, hey, how you doing? You might, can I get you a s'more? We got s'mores up there. And she's like, yeah, that'll be great. And so I go up there, and I think before, like, there were some kids roasting marshmallows for me and stuff like that, and it was just, it was like this long line. Like, like indentured servitude kind of thing? Yeah, like- Roast were, these marshmallows. Basically, they were I've got girls to mac on. <laughs> <laughs> and so I go up there, no marshmallows. Oh, those little bastards. Yeah, and so I promised this girl, like, a s'more, and so I grab a graham cracker and some chocolate. <laughs> Stick them together. What do you got? Two out of three. That's two thirds. That's that's <laughs> D minus. That's passing. Mm. And so I give her the chocolate and stuff like that. And the kids start falling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like these these girls. Uh, I th- well, some of the girl campers and stuff like that. We're going like, Mister Sam, do you like her? Do you like her? Why are you down there talking to her? What are you doing down there? And then this camper Jacob follows me basically onto the dock, right? And so me and her are eating like our chocolate with graham cracker. Uh-huh. And so we're talking. I'm talking to like, so how long have you worked here? And she's like, oh yeah, 16 years. And I was like, oh wait, no, no, not 16 years. That's how long she she'd been to the camp before. Because right. A lot of them go to camp before. Yeah. Um. And so then I was like, hey, so do you how 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 much do you get paid? Like, because I was like, you know, I wonder how much like how that works. She's like, Don't oh, you it, get paid? It's she goes salary, and the, like the kid that's following me, one of my campers, goes salary. What's that? And I go. 
I've got my mouth full of stuff. So I'm like, oh, it's it's good with uh, you put peanut butter on it and raisins and stuff like that. Bingo. Touchdown. Very good joke. Well at that, played. At that given time. And it completely sold it. Nice. Yeah, completely sold it. Um, but then afterwards I left and then my campers terrorized her after I was gone. Okay. Like they just like kept poking poop in front of her and stuff like that. Poop? Goose poop, yeah. <laughs> like what the heck? Well, and they terrorized her for the rest of the week. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it really does. Cause that was probably your wifey right there. Oh, it gets better. Like, okay, continue. It gets better. So um I think it's like one of it's the day before the last day, or maybe it is the last day of camp or something like that. And I've I've given up on 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 the other girl because she hates my guts. And I even pulled out one of my trump cards. It's, guess how long I could hold my breath for? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll get her. No, no, no. It wasn't like that. It was like we were all all of us counselors were kind of just together sitting in the water and stuff like that. And we were having a breath holding contest. And guess how long I held my breath for? Two and a half minutes longer. No, three minutes and nineteen seconds. Well done. Yeah. I With think, some training, you could be a diver. No, because you actually move when you're a diver, so I'd be down there for like a minute. Mm, you are correct. Yeah, and so uh, what happens? Oh, yeah, some of the other counselors, including including the one that I kind of was digging on that I learned was 19, went and asked some of the staff there at the camp. They're like, hey, you want to come out? Every, every Friday night we go, like when the campers are gone, we go and we have fun out on the lake. And they go, yeah, okay, that sounds cool. Two of them. I didn't know what to. Wait a second. I have a question. Yeah. So you do this as a part-time gig. Volunteer. And you are senior counselor. Yeah, yeah. But she's salary and works there all the time? So the camp is rented out. So our group rents out the camp. Okay. So the camp staffs people all the time then. Okay. And you're just coming as a... Counselor. counselor for your current group. Yeah, we don't. But rely there on are the staff. staff members there. They just maintain stuff. You okay. know, cook the meals, lifeguard. You know, okay. rock wall stuff like that. Stuff that right. we're not qualified for. Right. Um. So that makes sense. So they on when the campers are gone, they go out and have fun. Continue there. Well, actually, it was us that was going to have fun. So when the campers are meant. gone, so we invited them out with us Friday night. And so, who is it? But uh, this girl. Let's just call her. Miranda, because that's her name, I guess. <laughs> right? Okay. And another one of the people that was there, actually from last year. And so part of me is like, I wonder I wonder if they remember me doing something like this similar last year. Because like, if anybody's yeah, going to know, it would have yeah. been them. Uh-huh. It would have been them who would know. <laughs> ah, oh no. And so- uh, You're afraid they're going to call you out, like, like take her to the side. This is exactly the thing he pulled with a girl last year. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. And they'd be like, no, he did that to me too. <laughs> Dang it. They always know. Right. They know all my tricks. Find them when they're looking at a lake. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Um. And so actually they came out with us. It was, yeah, like I, I said, the one girl and uh, someone else. And so we all, and I went, we took the wet burrito and we floated it out pretty far into the lake and stuff like that. And uh, some of the counselors were kind of late coming coming to the party. And so one of them was floating by, um, and I said, oh, it looks like a tortuga. And they go, tortuga? And they go, oh, yeah, turtle, turtle. And then one of them turns to the other and says, how do you say that in Japanese? And then they're going like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. And I go. If there was anybody that would know. I go, kame? And she goes, yeah, kame. That's what it is. And I go, wait, 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 what a second. Hang on a second. Do you know Japanese? 
She goes, yeah, it's my major. I'm majoring in Japanese. Oh, shit. Yeah. And this is the girl that you like. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. That 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 legit happened. And so um, I got, so, I, you know, we were floating around for a bit and I just kept trash talking campers and like even counsel, not counselors, but like staff and stuff like that was not my dynamic. I did not, I did not like trash talking the kids that I love and also their, their, the people that work. Wait, there. the people were trash talking other people. Yeah, it was just a bunch of trash yeah. talking going on. Just yeah. like let's let's just trash talk. Let's people. steer this to Japanese culture because I'm really good at that. Yeah, bring that back around. Yeah, it was it was it was not the best conversation piece, mm-hmm. but uh, we we ended up getting back to shore and we're all getting ready to go and they're like, yeah, we better turn in for the night. And so it was just me and her, uh, you know, putting on her socks and stuff like that. Okay. And then she starts, she starts to go off, and I was like, okay, nice meeting you. And I go, Oyasemi. And she goes, Oyasemi nasai. And it's just like, ah! Connected. Yep. Too bad I'll never see her again. And then she walks off into the darkness, and I walk off into the, the other side of the darkness over there. Boy. Yep. But then it gets better because we were having a campfire, and then I spot out on the dock. There she is. And I said, I've got to get your number. And I got her number. What? Yeah. Yeah. When does she want to be on the podcast? <laughs> Why do you always ask this? <laughs> yeah. And cool, dude. That's yeah. awesome, man. We get coffee here sometime. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe you guys can show up and know that each other are there this time. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Oh, I didn't tell you about the coolest, one of the coolest things. We had like a little rivalry between like some of our campers. One of my boys was like really competitive, was not competitive at first. And I just like struck anime, like teaching into him. I was like, listen, hard work will always beat talent every single time. I was hammering this into them, right? Hard work will always beat talent. (laughs) There's going to be kids. You see these kids that do these obstacle courses, like especially spaghetti over here. That's what we call him. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Spaghetti over there does this like thing in like barely any time at all and you're all so impressed but like okay he's got the talent but if you work harder you can beat him 100 i'm sure and so like they got inspired and they started getting like ridiculous times and then eventually they got pretty close to his times and it was like there was like rumors going around the camp of like what their times were and stuff like that they're like <laughs> they're like spaghetti did it in a minute 10 a minute 10 and then we got like a minute like nine or something like that and they're like spaghetti got it in a minute and then they're like no we actually didn't we got it in like a minute 12 or something like that so we're like we win and then it came down to like announcing the yeah. final thing and they're like spaghetti got a minute flat and they were like no <laughs> but then finally it came down to the archery competition and my boy trashed spaghetti yeah it was like one-on-one tournament style and eventually it came to both of them in the semi-finals of this archery tournament and like it was just like spaghetti got the first shot like in the red it was like really good and then my my camper he missed two the first two he's got one more shot left spaghetti misses his last shot and then my boy puts it like right next to the bullseye knocks him out and then it does the very same thing like dramatic style the next thing for the finals, and we're all screaming. <gasps> nice. Yeah, it was good stuff. Good for him. Yeah. That, so, I mean, you're you're teaching these kids life lessons that they will not learn anywhere else except anime, and they don't have that kind of time. They don't have. So that kind you of need access, to distill yeah. that down for them in a way that is both useful and educational. Yeah, yeah. And I think you are succeeding with flying colors. All right, kids, let me teach you how to make a Rasengan. Now, this takes a lot of imagination <laughs> and a little bit of hard work. 
What you really need to do is start your own dojo and just call it Anime Dojo and then train these kids and and teach them lessons teach like them that. Teach them lethal martial arts. Martial arts, yes. Yeah, lethal. Teach them lethal martial arts. Lethal martial arts. Yes. Archery can be in there, sure, what the fuck ever. Get Shuriken some Katniss throwing. Everdeen's in there. Yeah, some shuriken throwing, some kunai throwing. Now you got it. Uh, katanas. Well, okay. I mean, um, the, the parents might not like the katanas. Katanas and also guns. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to teach you how to carve bullets. Okay, that didn't work. Let's try again. <laughs> what a stupid idea for a movie. Mm. That movie was bad. All right. Um... Sam, we did not get your official thoughts on the Dragon Ball Z RPG that was announced at E3. Let's... Five out of ten. Five out of ten, really? It is not... Don't... Dude, every single time people get hyped about these things, like, it's not worth getting hyped about. Yeah. Unless it's got, like, mega advertising. I mean, E3 is pretty big. Yeah. But I wouldn't get hyped about it. I don't even think you're going to hear about it ever again. No, yeah. it's going to get released. You might hear about it once, and then you're never going to hear about it again. That is kind of how I feel about Jump Force. Yep. Like, it came out, and then that was all I heard about it. Yep. The hype, the hype, the hype, and then nobody's hyped about it because nobody's going to talk about it. Because why would you talk about a game that's, like, below par? Okay. All right. So, I mean, go for it, buy it, whatever. But, like, I'm not going to buy it, and I don't even usually even buy games anymore. So, it's like. Yeah. You steal them. It, no, I uh, borrow them. Oh, yeah. Borrow the code from the internet. And then I put it back when I'm done. <laughs> I don't copy paste. I cut and paste. And then oh. Cut, and then I cut and paste again. Well done. Mm-hmm. Untraceable. <laughs> I think that's what, yeah, that means. Uh, I've been playing Void Bastards. Have you heard of this game, Sounds Sam? like an arcade game. It is a... Smaller time release from an indie studio, and it's on Xbox Game Pass right now. And it was at E3 last year, and it was one of my like most anticipated games at E3 last year. It's by a bunch of the guys that made Bioshock, but they have since left 2K and the studio that made Bioshock to do their own thing. So it takes place in a sci-fi universe but it's all hand-drawn comic looking style it's really cool like it it looks like you're playing a comic book and i know i think that was it's like not similar to the way that borderlands looks because borderlands is like like kind of comic booky but with a sheen of realism over it yeah whereas void bastards doesn't do any of that it just is like this is a comic book play it like there are the story is told through like pictured segments like a comic book would be right so then there's voiceover and like it's a whole there's a whole story behind it and it's really cool so when you start the game uh your character is put into a ship and you have one objective on that ship and it says Find the, I don't even remember what the part is called, but find the part and get it back to your ship so that you can complete this task. Mm -hmm. And on the ship is a bunch of robots that are trying to kill you and a bunch of enemies, but you don't have any guns. You don't have any training. You don't have anything. You don't have health packs. 
Like, there's nothing for you to complete this task. And I don't know what happens if you do complete it the first time through. The, maybe the game's over because I died. Like, I Is got it, spotted it, by a robot. It's one of those things where it's like you're supposed to die. Yes. Okay. Yep. And that's the first thing that it says after you die. It's like, sorry you died. We expected that to happen. So there's a little bit of fourth wall breaking going on mm-hmm. because in the story, the the story of the game is you uh, you are a revived prisoner who has has to reclaim his uh, like slot in society, and to do that, you need to accomplish this this one task. And the one task that you're given at the beginning of the game is the task that you always have to accomplish. But in order to get that, because your character died, you're set back to the beginning. And so you were on the last ship ready to complete the game. Then you died. But then you died. So now you're at the beginning with all your stuff gone and all. and, and going all Metroid on you. Yes, exactly. And I don't really... Like, I don't play games usually that have a permadeath, like, option, or I guess a permadeath built in, because I don't find that mechanic very forgiving, and obviously it's not supposed to be, like, that's specifically not the purpose, but I know Troy had a lot of fun with Dead Cells, which was a game from last year that had a character permadeath. You've got to complete Dead Cells in one playthrough all the way through without dying. Heck yeah. And... And it's pretty cool. It's like a 2D side-scrolling platformer, an action platformer. But Void Bastards kind of takes some of those things and puts it into a first-person shooter. What? It's a first-person yeah. shooter. Yeah. So, in the in like when you uh, first are revived on the ship, you are working for a company, and you're like basically working towards your freedom as a person in society like they own you because you're a prisoner and you're working for them Mm -hmm. and you need to accomplish tasks along your way in each of the ships that you encounter and it's got the like a mass effect style visit this ship uh you know take your ship here to visit this ship and like a whole overlay map kind of deal and you can't really do anything outside of the ship other than like eat food to recover your health and um, and sleep if you want to sleep. But there are punishments for that because if you sleep, I think you regain some health, but you also have to eat because your character is going to get hungry along the way. So in each of these ships, you have to collect things along the way like food and ammunition and parts. And as you're working your way through... You'll get upgrades for weapons and you'll acquire weapons because you start with nothing. Mm-hmm. And so you'll you'll acquire weapons along the way and ammunition and stuff like that. And if you get weapons and upgrades, those cycle through to the next character once you die. But any of the resources or money or whatever that you've gathered resets. And I think it was after my third death that the game was like, hey... We noticed that you kind of suck. <laughs> Do you? We're gonna give you some ammunition and uh, like a and a set of food packs and stuff like that to start off this game. And I don't like. 
I, I don't know what happens if you don't die at least three times, because that definitely happened to me. That kind of sucks. I feel like if, you, if you're if you playing a game that's supposed to be hard, and then the, the developers come in and say, Hey, it doesn't look like you're getting it, bud. It's a good thing you tried, though, but you don't have to try anymore. <laughs> no, it's still very hard. Like, they don't, they don't, like, outfit you completely with weapons. They give you a pistol with some bullets and, like, five food packs and that's pretty much it that's too which good. is what you you didn't get any of that before but the problem is when you go to the ships the ships are all randomly generated outlet like layouts and enemies so you never know what you're going to get when you enter the first ship and you have a scanner that'll tell you okay the power's out on this ship uh or hey this ship has x type of enemies at this amount so you can kind of prep and you can skip the ships like you don't have to visit those ships. If you have enough fuel, you can just keep going. And That's OK, well, why visit the ships anyways? Just for loot? Just for loot. And also it's a, like a strategic choice. So there might be a ship with, that was like a luxury cruise liner that has a ton of food because there was a ton of people there. But through whatever mm. events of the game that have not become clear to me, those people are now basically zombies and there's going to be a ton of enemies on there. So you're going to blow a ton of ammo or take a ton of time sneaking through it to gain the food. This is in space or is this on the sea? In space. Space. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes, sorry. It is a sci-fi shooter, first-person shooter. It could be sci-fi on the sea. (laughs) Sorry, it's sci-fi in space. That's what I thought. (laughs) And there are a lot of really cool game mechanics in the game so when i i found a ship and it was like a fucking gold mine like it said right on there hey there's a ton of x type enemies and also a shit ton of loot like this this ship literally has everything so i had two choices i could go to that one or i could go to the one with fuel supplies i was like well and it was i think it was on my third life i was like well fuck i'm gonna go to the one that has everything i'm gonna get stocked so that way I can keep going and I, I'll have more things to achieve further down down the line. Yes, you're playing you're playing a good card because you're you're like basically you're setting yourself up, you know, high risk, high reward. Exactly. And but it said this ship is prone to to random power outages. Now, to me, that means the power will shut off sometimes and it will come back on sometimes. But no, that no, is no. not the case. It's all the time. <laughs> so I, I, it was on when I got there, and then probably 45 seconds in, it turned off. So uh, there was also a modifier on this ship that made me use twice as much oxygen as I have. Mm-hmm. So on each ship, not there's not an environment in the ship, so your suit has a certain amount of oxygen, and that's how long you have to like loot the ship. Mm. and to get off the ship now there are certain modifiers like i was saying this particular ship used twice as much oxygen as regular and was also prone to power outages and had a bunch of enemies on it because there was a ton of loot so i'm making my way through this ship and the power shuts off and like i said like 45 45 seconds in and i have probably four minutes left to Uh, loot this ship But, like, to me, that's a lot of time because it doesn't take very long. The ships aren't very big, and each instance does not take very long to complete when you go to these little ships. They're like little dungeons. And uh, 
So I'm like, okay, I have four minutes left. I've got plenty of time. So I'll continue looting around this ship and sneaking around enemies where I can, killing enemies where I can, and I'll just wait for the power to come back on. And I got down to like probably a minute left and I'm pretty far away from the airlock. So I'm like, okay, I better make my way to the airlock. So I'm, I'm working my way back. And then I thought, well, fuck, what if the power doesn't come back on? I can't use the airlock unless the power is on. So I can't get off this ship unless I restart the generator, which, which you need to do. I didn't know because I thought the power, like power outages, power fluctuates. I don't know. But lesson learned there, I fucking died. Yeah, no kidding. So I had a ton of loot, like, I didn't make it back to my ship, though, and I died. So I had to start over. Did you at least get the generator up and going? No, I didn't have enough time to make it to the generator. Like, I was on my way to the generator, and when you run out of air, you don't die immediately. You start choking, Mm -hmm. and then your character starts to die as he's choking Mm. so you could potentially or i could have potentially gotten to an air reservoir on the ship if i had found one and extended that playtime a little bit in order to find the generator turn it on but i since i was not being very careful and i was running to the generator room i ran into a bunch of enemies as well so in the process of avoiding the enemies and also choking I you fucking did, died. Yeah, you you choked and you you choked the enemies as well. <laughs> they seem to be able to survive without suits. I don't know how that's built into the fiction, but I think Malcolm and I are gonna each do full playthroughs and do like a whole episode about it, kind of like we did Celeste. Mm-hmm. And we really have had a lot of fun with it so far. It's super cool. I would recommend it to any of our listeners that have Game Pass. Check it out. Play through it a little bit so you can see what we're talking about, and then obviously check out our our full coverage of that game. I don't know if it'll be next week next week because we have a dev interview next week coming up, but probably the following week, I suspect. So, all right, we're gonna take a little break here. We'll be right back with a Skyrim together update, and together forever. We're going to play Skyrim through together. And then uh, we'll probably get into some news. Stay tuned. Oi, Giuseppe, me boy. It's been 47 days since we crashed on this barren island. Oh, I can feel the scurvy setting in me bones. Oh, Giuseppe, what are you doing, Milad? I'm listening to podcasts, Captain. Podcasts? The nerve, Giuseppe. Why aren't you stabbing crabs with that pointy stick I gave you earlier? I'm earning Podcoin for our boat Uber. Our boober? Podcoin is an app that pays you to listen to podcasts. Giuseppe, you're a genius. How can I get started? You can download it from the App Store on iOS or on Google Play. And you can listen to any podcast you want, but really the only podcast that I listen to is Crazy Train of Thought, which is what you should be listening to too. You can use code CRAZYTRAIN when you sign up and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. That's 300 PodCoin if you use code CRAZYTRAIN. 
You can use your PodCoin to redeem boat Ubers or Starbucks gift cards, Amazon gift cards. Those aren't going to help us out here unless Amazon's drones deliver to the island. Have you gotten any of your Amazon packages? No, I'm still waiting for me peg leg. It's a shame I had to eat my leg this early. Why didn't you tell me this earlier, Giuseppe? Just download it. Download the PodCoin app on your phone, Captain, and we can get started today. Thank you, Giuseppe. You're a lifesaver. And listeners, we have a promo from one of our new favorite podcasts. It's called Is It Philosophy? So check them out right now. On Is It Philosophy? We are not going to explore the philosophers of times long forgotten. We're not going to ponder Plato or Socrates. There's so many podcasts out there for that. If that's what you're seeking, this is something different. A place where all ideas are welcome. An open forum to talk about anything and everything. We take an idea and work to find an answer. It may not be the most insightful. Hell, it may not even be an answer at all. So come and listen with an open mind. Who knows, you may like what we have to say. If not, at least we've given you something to think about. So come and enjoy and ask yourself, is it philosophy? All right, listeners, and we're back to talk about Skyrim together. Sam, sock it to me. Yeah, Skyrim Together's back after a long hiatus. Uh, apparently, they worked out their kinks with SKSE and stuff like that. Supposedly, I don't know what the whole beef. Well, if the beef is resolved, if there's still beef, and if what's I can, maybe, SK- can I eat the beef? What's SKSE? Uh, Skyrim script extender. Oh, so okay. It's a sort of coding McGubbins, some other stuff. If I can't eat it, I don't know what it is. But basically, <laughs> um, it's it's something that they borrowed code from, and then they're like, "Oh no, no, no! You can't do that. Put take down your stuff." And they're like, "Yeah, we'll 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 be back." And so they worked out their stuff. Probably worked out their own code, and now they got everything back up. Okay. Now, would you be interested in talking to these guys on the podcast? The script. The, dude, they're they're famous. They're they're way above our pay grade. I mean, we get them on, yeah, but like legit, I don't think I know what to talk to them about. They're probably so smart. Like I'd be like, so if you play, what's your favorite part of Skyrim? I mean, it sounds to me like they're just fans of Skyrim. So yeah. what I else? Mean, oh, dude, I couldn't talk Skyrim with them. They'd oh be, my god, they they'd be talking about code and stuff like that. They're you like, can talk Skyrim yeah, with the best of them. It was Sam. really hard to get the proxies to work together. So I don't even know what proxies are. <laughs> Yeah, You're yeah, just making words yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, it's really hard because like the conflicts and the firewalls. So like, if one <laughs> one people had one person had firewall up, and then we had to like you know add ad hoc something, uh, you know. These are not <laughs> gaming terms. Yeah. And then okay. Next okay. Thing you know, fine. Could, could you find your way to the deep big blue? So tell us about Skyrim together. You tried it again recently. Yeah. We, apparently, it's better. I think it's crashing less, but we had to do like a full vanilla. Uh, me, my brother, my friend Patrick, who was on the podcast. Actually, both of them were on the podcast. Yeah. And uh, I think one other friend of mine named John, we all did like a four. Uh, we cleared Bleak Falls Barrow. We went and we, f- we tried fighting the dragon really hard. We really did. But like we just couldn't get organized enough. And then like suddenly there was like dragons moonwalking in the sky and then the game crashes. Like, <laughs> it, Fuck. Yeah. So the game does this quirky thing where like however many of you are there in the game, it just like dupes the enemies. So if like there's like four Draugr, there's going to be 16 Draugr. Okay. Yeah. So it's just like 
oh yeah <laughs> it's just like this really scary moment where we're walking through white run and just all of a sudden no nobody has their clothes on and there's just animals everywhere <laughs> for no reason like we're just like breathe no breathe put clothes on breathe so you were talking about uh the glitchiness of Skyrim Together currently? Are there mods with Skyrim Together? What are we doing? So yeah, with Skyrim Together, there's no mods. Because if you add mods, it's going to get really quirky really fast. Like, you're going to start to notice that uh, basically you can't even load up the game anymore. That'll be the first thing you notice. Second thing you notice is how frustrated you are because nothing's working properly. Yeah. So just imagine a game, Vanilla, okay, not working properly. And then it's like... Let's add something that Steve made in his basement into this game, you know, this well-oiled machine, and just, like, it's. I think the term is throwing a monkey wrench into it. Yeah. I didn't think there would be mods, because how the fuck would you even figure that out with all of the mods? No way. It's easy. You just, everybody download the same mods, and then you're good. I don't think it's that easy, Sam. It is that easy, so... They barely, it barely works when you alone are in the game by yourself with no, those mods. It works just the same. So it just No, take, it doesn't. It just takes your Skyrim folder and basically all the files, the source files, right? Okay. And it just says, okay, so this is our, this is what we're, we need to reconcile. And if everybody has it, there's no, it all reconciles, so it all works. So, I mean, like, the same way that it recognizes Skyrim, like, any changes in Skyrim that everybody shares are all going to, like, be the same. I don't know, man. I think I think it would be too hard for them to put mods in. Nah, we already did it. You did it? Yeah, we did it. And Bare- it worked. It barely worked. <laughs> I mean, it crashed like before we can really get it going. But like, people had mods in. My friend John was going into like this. Uh, he had this Naruto 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 overhaul mod in which he would hide in a jutsu hideout. Number fifteen, Burger King foot lettuce. The last thing you want is somebody's Burger King. I don't know how it goes anymore. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've mentioned Burger King foot lettuce. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. It's been too long. Can we get a, a button for Burger King foot lettuce? We could get a button Number now 15, that we have. Burger King foot lettuce. Yep. The last thing you want in your Burger King burger is someone else's foot fungus. But as it turns out, that might be what you get. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like it. Okay, good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Mm-hmm. I... Don't really have any more questions. I'm glad you got it to work. That's pretty amazing. Oh, so finicky getting it to work. You yeah. Have no idea. Like, okay, so like the Skyrim together, like hosted, but for their beta, they were like running it off their own servers, which was like cuckoo crazy because like it's a lot of people. It's like a couple hundred thousand. What? No, it's not a hu- couple hundred thousand. Yep. There's got to be less than 10,000 people playing Skyrim now. A couple hundred thousand. No, there's not. There's no way. They made a couple hundred thousand dollars for the $1 donations for each person. No, more people would give more money than a dollar. That doesn't... No, that was the donations. So it was the donations was like, hey, play a dollar and you can play. Oh, oh right, because it was... Okay, I remember. I remember. Yeah, 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 I forgot yeah. about that. So yeah, I'm, there's a lot of people still playing Skyrim. You have no idea. Um, yeah, you don't even know. You don't, you don't know my fandom, okay? <laughs> Maybe uh, not. What was I talking about, though? I was talking you, about... I was saying you got it to work, and that was impressive. Oh, yeah. The server stuff is all glitchy. So, like, you actually have to, like, make your own server. And so you had to go into Skyrim and make your own... Like, pull up the server thing. What? Yeah. So you had to go into the Skyrim source folder, pull up the server, and then you had to, like, 
uh, port forward your server IP and stuff like that. Oh port my god, forwarding is nightmarishly cuckoo crazy quirky. Yeah, it's, it is on Xbox too. It's so fucked. It's so dumb. And then we're like, my friend, well, like we struggled that for an hour, and we were like, okay, we still can't find each other. Like we got something like me and my brother could see each other, but we weren't able to get John in, and then we weren't able to get Patrick in. And then, like, near the end, we're just like, my brother gave up. He's like, it's just not working. And then my friend John's like, you guys have heard of Hibachi, right? <laughs> right. Right? Food time. It's, no, not hit, not not Hibachi. Well, that's what you just said. I think you're thinking of something else. Hitachi. Hitachi is what it's called. Sorry. Okay, because Hibachi is food. No, I'm thinking about something else. It's something like Hibachi or Hitachi. And it's like this server, okay, basically. Okay, so drills or food. No. That's what both those things are. It's a server, basically. Okay. It's basically like, hey, are you having trouble with port forwarding? Download our thing, literally make your server, and then you're good. Just join it. It all worked out perfectly fine. Hours really? and hours and hours. Of before. trying to fuck with it. Yeah, port forwarding. Managed to get it to work barely. And then we're like, hey, there's just like something already out there. We could just download, and it works perfect. All right. That's pretty cool. So before you start Skyrim together, look up Hib- Hibachi and or Hitachi. <laughs> That's good that you remember the name of it so we can... Hibiachi? Hibinachi. Fibonacci. The Fibonacci It wasn't Fibonacci. It was definitely Japanese. That is all I have to say about Skyrim Together. I'm looking up Skyrim Together on Twitter right now. There are only 5,000 followers. I'm going to tweet at them. Okay. Tweet sent. What'd you say? I said, would you guys want to come on our podcast and talk about Skyrim Together? A few of us are huge fans. And by a few of us, I meant you. Yeah, just me. We'll see. We really love your work. He really loves your work. Okay. All right. Let's jump into news. News time. The idiots of News. Jesus Christ, Sam, you fucking lost your mind. I love the news so much. <laughs> I love it. Every time it goes off. What I don't what is is that a reference to something? I don't <laughs> no. even know. It's just like the Just get you fucking out. No, it's just it just it just slowly escalates into just crazy. Yeah. So, going off of our EA news from last week in which they said that Loot boxes are. Uh, Why are those still a thing? Random. Why are we still random talking mechanics? About loot boxes? I think something like that. Surprise mechanics. Surprise, motherfucker. There's so a- they talked about surprise mechanics in games being uh, what loot boxes are. So this is going off of that news. We've got another representative of EA talking to the public. EA's, this is from IGN. This is <laughs> literally, they keep going through representatives EBA, EBA, EA because like as soon as they get off the stand, literally they just tear them to pieces. Yeah. Like literally, they're Pretty gone. much. And then the next guy, they just push him up there. Um, Sorry, hello. man. It's your fucking turn. I'm not going up there. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> How's it going? Listen, I know. I know we screwed up again. <laughs> Please don't eat me. This is by uh, IGN's Matt Perslow. It says, EA's vice president of strategic growth has revealed how he still struggles with public perception that EA is a bunch of bad guys and how he hopes that EA Originals, the publisher's label for smaller indie-like games, will help the company reconnect with new talent. So he was talking to GamesIndustry.biz, EA's Matt Bilby. 
said 25 years at EA and I still struggle with the external perception that we're a bunch of bad guys. We love making games. We love making and playing games. Unfortunately, when we make mistakes on games, the world knows about it because of its size and scale. Now, Mm. I guess. Yeah. So the world does know about it in that EA is one of the two biggest video game publishers out there. I would say it's probably like EA, Activision, Bethesda, then probably getting down to like Ubisoft, Microsoft, Sony. I have a parable. Okay, go ahead. More of a a maxim? Is a maxim the right word for it? I don't know what a maxim is. I'm not sure what you're going to say, so I'm not sure. Go. Read my mind. Okay. (laughs) So at, at camp, right? So there's this thing called the Clean Cabin Award. And so people would start to like, all right, so uh, essentially you just want a clean cabin. But people start to learn, like the judge, like whoever the judge was, they start to like, you know, open their Bibles to the scripture verse and they'd spell out, we love you, Mrs. So-and-so and and Pebbles. (laughs) Okay. And then, you know, they'd like do all this kind of quirky stuff, you know, hang stuff from the ceiling and like all this kind of cool, really, really nice stuff. But their cabin would be like crap. Mm -hmm. Like there's still clothes on the floor. It's like. Almost what you want to do is maybe stop pandering and like maybe actually just get the clean cabin award by cleaning your cabin. <laughs> Transversely, EA is like, all right, let's bring in indie developers. They really like indie games. They really like indie developers. How about instead of like focusing on like trying to please us in that way, how about you just make solid games without loot boxes and without like all the scummy stuff? Literally just make a good game and we will like it. I agree 100 like 100 percent with that assessment they're just doing really quirky things and yeah but like they are doing quirky things but also like some of the things that they're doing equate to shitting on the floor like (laughs) like, every once in a while they'll do some quirky things to get people back in and pay attention but then every once in a while they'll also like shit on the floor of their cabin (laughs) And then it's like, well, what the fuck? Like, I thought you were trying to clean up this image. Yeah, but like indie games. Yeah, but indie games though, right? Like, pay attention to what we're doing over here because this is the only part that you should care about and not the other bullshit like our Madden Ultimate Team Packs Mm -hmm. and the fact that Anthem sucks and that we forced Bioware to put it out and we're not making single player games anymore and like... Ah, fuck off! It's literally the elephant. Not literally the. It's the metaphorical elephant in the room, and they're just not doing anything. I don't think they're doing anything. No, about they it. have not addressed the fact, really, that Anthem, like Kotaku, put out this huge exposure article. I think we talked about it before on the podcast about Anthem and the trouble that they had developing that game, and kind of the the timeline that they were under from EA to make this game uh, to ship this game, and. They just couldn't couldn't make it come together in that time frame. That game should have been delayed. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda should have been delayed. Like they're not giving the teams enough time to make games that people want to play. It's the lesson that Microsoft already learned from last generation. Like Microsoft put out enough poor first party games last generation that they have learned their lesson this 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 go round. Mm-hmm. Like. The Xbox One generation, now they're giving their developers time to make games. Malcolm and I talked about it last week. And EA doesn't really seem to be saying that they're going to do that. Like, I don't know if you remember back in probably 07 to 09, there were some, a lot of like 
internet polls going around for worst company in America. Yeah, it was EA. And EA got voted like four years in a row for being trash. And I forget what they did to deserve that, though, because I remember looking at that and being like, I really like Sims 3. I don't know what to do with this. I mean, it was just. Four was good. It, so they've, EA goes, goes through these cycles where they get the perception that they're garbage. They bring in a bunch of new talent. They create games that people really like. And then they just milk those cows until they're dead. Mm. And then they go back down in the perception. And then here we are again with EA saying, oh, we're going to bring in fresh talent. It's like the we're, Ice Age. Yeah, we've started over again in that cycle. People are shitting on EA all the time again. So what you got out of that last time was you got Mirror's Edge. Mm. You got Dead Space. Heck yeah. Yeah, you got some really good games from EA at that time. Madden put in a campaign. Like during that, like what the fuck? Madden campaign? Like wow. that's kind of cool. Like, the yeah, just the really fact they're cool. trying other shit is important. Yeah. And they did that, and now they're back to the point where they're not putting out any more original games. It's, yeah, we're on Mirror, Mirror's Edge 2 and Dead Space, like, a billion right no, now. No, de- they stopped making Dead Space after the third one. They haven't made a Dead Space mm-hmm. for years. Probably 2011 was the last Dead Space. I don't know. No, I'm absolutely correct in that. Was Dead Space 3 the one that was co-op? Yes. Okay. So you got that the first was the last one, Dead Space. the second one. You have the iPhone one iPod one. Oh my god. The iPod Nobody one. remembers that I shit. I played the iPod one. It almost set my iPod on fire. <laughs> so he can he continues on to say as we got bigger, there is the concern that we had become disconnected from new talent coming through. EA Originals is our opportunity to connect with that talent and those smaller ideas. And sure I am on board for anybody that wants to put out indie games because I really like playing indie games. Huge amounts of creativity and new ideas going into those games like Celeste. Trial started as kind of like an indie game and is still not really like a $60 release or anything like that. It's a smaller time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And N Plus is another one that I've had a lot of time with. Uh, Stranger or Life is Strange, another indie title like... These are games that I have enjoyed that I love playing and they are full of new, fresh ideas. Mm-hmm. And Square Enix has a division that publishes indie games. Ubisoft has a division that does the same thing. And Microsoft obviously publishes a lot of games that come to the Xbox platform, ditto for Nintendo and and Sony getting indie games to come to their platforms. But EA is like now saying that they're going to turn over a new leaf here by doing that like all these people have done this before you're not doing anything new here you're just trying to sugarcoat a turd fuck you just make games people want to play uh that aren't scummy we poop on floor how do we oh put put sugar on it maybe they'll eat it put sugar on it you will eat that cat poop i will not eat that cat poop (laughs) all right We'll move on to the next bit of news here. Let me pull it up. Okay, next bit of news. I've been playing a shit ton of Doom, so this news struck me as important. This is a GameSpot article. Okay, so basically the listeners can skip this part. No, no, Doom's fucking great. Okay. Fuck off, Sam. Doom is really good. You should play Doom. This is a GameSpot article. Doom TV show is being made by James and Dave Franco. Heck yeah. So... I thought when I first read that headline 
that what we were going to get is... Do you remember the Doom movie? With Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Probably one of his first starring roles, that and The Scorpion King. The Scorpion King. That movie's so bad. Look out for they're his both, finger. They're both really bad. get you. Yeah. I thought we were going to get that. Like, I thought we were going to get a story about Doom's story. Like, mm-hmm. a continuation, maybe, or a reimagining of Doom's story. Instead, what we're going to get is a a a show called Masters of Doom, which is based off the t- 2003 nonfiction book by David Kushner called Masters of Doom, same title. And it's basically about the making of Doom. So we're so going to get like a, a developer's sort of stand. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it account. This is from the article. You're like, hey, let's make a Skyrim movie. But you know what's cooler than Skyrim? The, the people, people that, that made, made Skyrim. Skyrim. <laughs> wow. They're going to love it. <laughs> I, you and your kids can watch it. It's going to be great. So this recounts the story of id Software co-founders John Carmack and John Romero, best friends turned bitter, bitter rivals, as, bitter they, bitter oh, rivals no. as they create one of the most influential first-person shooters in gaming. Uh, Deadline reports that Masters of Doom, the television script is being written by Tom Bissell, uh, is an anthology series. Because those are so hot right now. What's an anthology series? Anthology series is... Are those like those people that are animals, but they walk walk like humans? Are you talking about anthropomorphic versions of animals? That's the one. No, this is more like Animorphs, where people can morph into animals or be... So anthology is a study of basically shape-shifting. Yes. Gotcha. I'm on board now. (laughs) Uh, no, an anthology series is a uh, series of stories that may not be interconnected, but are part of the same series. So Black Mirror oh. is an anthology series. Right. Okay. Uh, there are a few of those going on right now. There's a couple horror ones. I think American Horror Story, that is an anthology series where each season is its own self-contained story. That is also how Channel Zero works on sci-fi. Gotcha. That's how I wanted Stranger Things to be, is I wanted Stranger Things anthology. Okay. Well, maybe we'll get there eventually. Stranger Things is coming out in a couple days, season three. I'm so excited for that. I'm rolling my eyes a lot right now. Stop rolling your eyes, Sam. I can't stop rolling my eyes. So, there's not a lot of details about this other than it will tell the story of the game being made. And while I don't think that's cooler than the story that is contained within Doom, I think that they are more likely to pull something like this off than telling the story of Doom, because I don't know that you could, like, I think you've beaten a dead horse in a lot of ways with what what Doom covers, and the story, Doom is interesting because of the gameplay it's not necessarily interesting because of the lore. Does that make sense? Yeah. So telling the story of how the game is, is made what is... you could say the fault of every single video game movie. And yeah, yeah. We talked about it last week when we talked about the Gears of War stuff. Like, yeah, that is... They Much need to tell their own story. to play rather than to watch. Agreed. Except Gears of War is maybe a little bit the exception to the rule. Mm. But I'm pretty excited for this. I have not read that book and uh, I'm 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 interested in the way that games are made. So the fact that this is 
you know, being made. I'm I'm on board. By I will, James Franco I will watch of all this. people. Well, that's kind of weird. I thought like James James and Dave Franco. Why? I don't know why. Do they like this sort of thing? I they it doesn't say here. It just says Do they make movies regularly. Is I that... mean, I think James Franco. He made a movie, didn't he? He made the movie about Tommy Wiseau, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He did do something like. Oh yeah, he did do something like that. Pretty sure. If he could do that, I heard that was okay. This should be fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're both talented. I guess like, he's interested in like stories behind the scenes and stuff. I don't get it, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm on board with it. Yeah, sure. I'll. I won't watch it, but like, yeah, by all means. You won't watch it? No, dude. Do you do you know what my shtick is? <laughs> Anime. Anime. If it ain't 2D, it ain't for me. <laughs> okay. Um, Let me get to the next bit of news here. This was reported by a bunch of different people. I don't really have a source Spider-Man for this Spider-Man is Peter Parker. What? No. Oh, God damn it. Oh, was I not supposed to say that? You aren't supposed to say that. Dang it. Sorry, Pete. That was a spoiler alert. Better luck next time. We got fucking spoilers. Listen, I know. You son of a bitch. I know. I shouldn't have said that. I'm going to cut that out. Dang it. No. My first cutout. <laughs> yeah, the first one. The first strike. The first one I've ever had to I cut out. I can't believe I ran so long. <laughs> like okay. That, like that one time I heard we got in after Endgame and it said, Tony Stark dies. That was yeah. a pretty good one. That was a good one. Maybe a statute of limitations is up on that. I'll leave that in. All right. This is reported by a bunch of different news sources. The second Xbox One 2. The Xbox One 2.1. Xbox 2. Xbox 2, but there was supposed to be two Xbox 2s. There was Lockhart and one other one. There is now only one. It has been the other, like... Smaller, cheaper version has been scrapped. So the next Xbox, whenever that comes out, will only be one SKU instead of two SKUs, which I think is a really good idea yeah, because because you get not a bunch of complicated McGubbin gibberish. Agreed. Because when you introduce two different SKUs, which they did with the 360, if you remember when that launched, it was like. Here's the one that has the hard drive, and here's the one that doesn't have the hard drive. Mm-hmm. People were very confused. Like, what the fuck? What should I do? Obviously, buy the one with the hard drive, you yeah. moron. But parents went with the cheaper one in yeah, a lot can of you cases. imagine Christmas morning, they're like, hey, right. save your game. I can't. I can't. Because you bought me the wrong Xbox. And, uh, yep. and, and I don't have a memory card. And then the parents are like, I'm shoot. I'm taking I... it back, mom. Yeah. This is bullshit. Yeah. In the meantime, like the kids, are, like the parents are like, wow, you're really snotty. I bought you an Xbox. At the same time, they're like, wow, I messed up and bought an Xbox without a hard drive. Yes. It's like, it's on you and it's also on me. We all lose here. <laughs> yes. So everybody loses when that happens. So to clear up confusion... I think, like you're saying, Microsoft has canceled that second Xbox, and that's a good idea because they already have the Xbox One that exists as a platform that's cheaper. They don't need to muddy the waters with a cheaper next-gen version. Yeah, and totally root out all Xbox One sales entirely by like oversaturating with like more and more stuff, I think, is how it works. Yes, yes, supply I, and demand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you... When you get too many choices, sometimes people... Telltale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Sometimes people say, fuck it. I'm not going to choose. I'm going to go with the other guy. That's not my point. 
I'm assuming production-wise, it's a lot harder to produce a lot of different things rather than one thing. And not everybody's going to buy the one thing. Not everybody's going to buy every single console. They're just going to buy one thing. So you may not cover all the costs. Oh, I mean, you mean for Microsoft's... Oh, I guess yeah, Microsoft, I what Microsoft will be fine. Uh, they'll be fine. They'll be I'm okay. sure if they were to produce two different Xboxes, one of them didn't sell, they'd be fine. Yeah, they'd be okay. You could argue that the Xbox One didn't sell and they're still okay. So they've got... I'm sure they'll be okay. Uh, this we're going to start a GoFundMe for Microsoft. <laughs> Bring back the cheap one, you sons of bitches. All right, this is the next article from GameSpot. Bernie Sanders is now on Twitch. He's a gamer? Well, no. Twitch isn't just for games, man. Cosplay then? (laughs) People, like, film them, like, live stream themselves running on treadmills. And it's not just women with huge tits. Like, dudes run on treadmills on Twitch and people watch it. What the heck? So it was Bernie Sanders wearing I don't get cosplay it. playing video games running on a treadmill or something? <laughs> yes. It's Bernie Sanders dressed up as Groot running on a treadmill will yelling, I am me- Groot. Will this win me the election? Yes. I don't know. It sure as fuck will. Was that, was that a good Bernie Sanders impersonation? That was pretty cool. That was maybe more Larry David. That wasn't David bad. Or La- Larry David, but that was pretty good. Okay. Oh, Larry David. Who's, who's Larry David? From, um... He, well, he... Helped He's the produce, dad in something. He, he helped produce Seinfeld. He was one of the creative minds behind Seinfeld. Gotcha. Like him and Jason Alexander made the character of George Costanza. And he is also in, fuck, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Never heard is of it. Is what it is. It's on HBO. Really good show. I'm going to look him up. Yeah, check it out. So I don't know that there's a lot to say for this article other than Bernie Sanders is now on Twitch. So I would like to start. The Gamers for Bernie hashtag right now with you, the listener, and me on on Twitter. I'm going to start Gamers for Bernie right here. What? Oh, oh, yeah? Are you yeah. sure about that? <laughs> I'm going to start it, Sam. I would like to start the anti-Gamers for Bernie uh, hashtag. It's called uh, Gamers Rise Up hashtag. I'm pretty sure that's already a thing. Like 95% sure. Gamers So Gamers up. for Bernie starts here. So you're saying I'm already winning. The Sanders, this is straight from the article. Sanders Twitch channel might come to life on Thursday, timed with his appearance in the first round of the Democratic primary debates. This is a little old. Can, oh, can this article is a little can old. Can you tell, read me that name again? The Bernie Sanders. The, the, the one. Stanza. Larry David. Larry David. Uh, Sanders' move into Twitch is reportedly part of the seven, 77-year-old Vermont senator's wider Bernie TV campaign, where he'll live stream to a variety of streaming services, including Twitch, as well as Facebook and YouTube, where he already has a presence. The content will apparently include discussion on news of the day, campaign updates, pre and, po- and, pre- and post-debate programming. So a uh, spokesperson said we're moving toward doing a lot more live content on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, tapping into an audience where there's not a lot of pl- political content already. So I, I kn- would agree with that. I, I know you're... There's you're, maybe a reason that there's not a lot of political content on Twitch, and it's yeah. because people are terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I didn't mean to interrupt your actual news story there, Okay, but I have a real news story here. <laughs> it's that Larry okay, David... Go ahead. 
is Bernie Sanders. They're, no, he's not. They're the same person. They're not the same. They sound the same. <laughs> they even look the same. Did you? So the last 2016 election, the last time this came around, Larry David did Bernie Sanders on Saturday Night Live. I believe it. It was. I think so he could have pulled it off. Fucking good. I believe it. <laughs> Honestly, like, have we ever seen him in a room in the same same place before? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, 95% sure they're not the same person. I believe they're the same person. Let's go hashtag two Bernies. Hashtag Gemini Project. <laughs> Starring with hashtag Smith. gamers for Bernie. Hashtag, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Not on Twitter. So this is the last news article, Sam. This one's for you. Heck yeah. As soon as I can find it here. Um, I saved this one specifically for you. Okay. Elden Ring creator. Okay. Sorry. This is from Windows Central. Asher Madan is back writing this article. Elden Ring creator reveals uh, open world details, combat mechanics, and more. So... Uh, Elden Ring is being developed by From Software yep. with the help of George R. R. Martin. Best boys. Wait, George R. R. Martin? George R. R. Martin is into this. Right on. So the game takes place in an open world environment with combat similar to Dark Souls. Right on. And it will- I'm sold. That's it. That's all I need to know. <laughs> You're done. That's Combat similar to Dark Souls. Sold. So Elden Ring, this is straight from the article, is an upcoming- Dark Souls-like game from Game of Thrones creator George R.R. R. Martin and Japanese developer From Software. Unlike the open dungeon structure of From Software's previous games, Elden Ring features vast environments stretched across great distances. Just like Dark Souls. You'll have to fuck off. You'll have to travel on horseback to reach them. In an interview between From Software's uh, Hideki Taka... Miyazaki. Miyazaki, yep. And IGN, new details were revealed about the project. Many gamers were curious if the combat would be similar to Dark Souls or Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, and it looks like it's an evolution of the Dark Souls formula, Heck yeah. Miyazaki said uh, to IGN. He says here, Elden Ring is a third-person action role-playing game with a fantasy setting. Heck yeah. The gameplay is not so far from Dark Souls. Oh yeah. That doesn't mean that the gameplay will be identical, but you could say that Better Elden be Ring identical. belongs to the same genre with a larger world, new systems, and action mechanics inevit inevitably become necessary. In that sense, I think that Elden Ring is a more natural evolution of Dark Souls. While the narrow and complex dungeons of our previous games were indeed interconnected, Elden Ring's environments will be much more open and vast. The more extensive world will form the base for Elden Ring's gameplay, and its mechanics are destined, are designed with that type of environment in mind. So, straight from the fucking horse's mouth, he said Miyazaki, more open. Miyazaki says that it has. Narrow, complex dungeons of our previous games that were interconnected. But he did not, not say- Not a motherfucking open world game! It's open world. It's not open world! Miyazaki's lying. He just- He made them! Honestly, I don't even He's know- He's in charge! You could be making this all up, honestly. I'm not making- I can send you the news article! I didn't tell IGN all, to write- All I can tell you Whoever the fuck to write this? He said it was more Windows open Central? than Dark Souls. More open. Meaning that it wasn't closed, but it was- 
open, but not now. This next one's gonna be more open, is what I've gathered. More open world. No, they're not. They're not open world games. It's a dungeon crawling game with interconnected worlds. It just, just fucking horse's mouth, man. What the fuck? I have not seen your proof yet. The proof is in the pudding, okay? The game is the fucking proof. Play Dark Souls. It's not an open world game. And by that, do you mean that it 100% is? Because... Listen, no, that's not what I fucking mean. It is. Don't worry about it. You don't have to... I'll rest my case on the fact that it is. Uh, you can't... Okay, we've got to get out of here because I'm about to strangle this motherfucker. So we're going to ride out, as always, to the Sounds of the Abyssal Ride... We'd like to thank him so much for letting us use his music on these episodes. And you can find him on Instagram and Twitter at The Abyssal Ride. You can find us on Instagram at The Idiot Savants. You can find us on Twitter at The Idiot Savants. You can check out our website, crazytrainofthought.com. I added a bunch of links on our website for each of the individual podcast apps that people listen to. So... Check us out on crazytrainofthought.com. That'll lead you pretty much to anywhere else that you want to go. Our YouTube is on there. Uh, you can email us, submit questions on the website, email us uh, at outlook.com. And is there anything else that you would like to plug, Sam? I would like to plug... Honestly, I don't have anything to plug. You can probably scratch that out of there. No, I don't have anything to plug, actually. Okay. So the last thing that I wanted to say... Next week, we're going to break down uh, Spider-Man. And it's going to be at least me, Sam, and Oscar talking about Spider-Man next week. We're also going to have a game dev on next week to talk about an upcoming Xbox indie release. And I'm really excited to talk to him. We had to cancel our plans last week. But uh, we're going to get him on next week to uh, the guy from Tribe Games to talk about his upcoming game on Xbox. Heck yeah. So, tune in next week. Get excited. We'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. I'm Nathan with the Splash Damage Bros podcast, inviting you to check us out on iTunes and Spotify, and maybe even subscribe if you're into that sort of thing. Hey, guys. Thomas here. We're a gaming podcast, and we make each other play different games, and then we talk about them, but mainly argue. We promise we're still friends, though. Yo, guys, what's up? This is John from the Splash Damage Brothers podcast. Keep an ear out for our monthly episodes as well as extra bonus levels that could pop up anytime. We strike like ninjas throwing audio blades directly at your ear holes. Andrew here. Also, check out our website, SplashDamageBros.com, and find us on social media. We promise to only bring you the hottest takes and the most highly curated troll commentary. Oh my god, Andrew. What? Just being honest. This is literally going to cost us listeners. Anyway, check us out wherever you get your podcasts and at SplashDamageBros.com. We love to have you. Thanks.
That's all, folks. So I can pay for our sea Uber to get out of here. Oh, the Uber! Yes, I forgot about the Uber. Tales write and sing that they do that the Uber sails on the high seas. It's a shame it's not real at all. <laughs> we're gonna die here, Giuseppe. No, well, we're not we'll gonna die. die. Rich. We're gonna go to the app store and use invite code Crazy Train and get three hundred Podcoin just for signing up. If you use that code, that's three hundred Podcoin just for signing up. Use code Crazy Train. Give the Podcoin app a try today. Arr! I think I. That's probably good enough. <laughs> Let's listen to that real quick. Hello. Hello. Um, go. You're Giuseppe. There be not a sea shanty in this whole world that can cure my ills. It's been 47 days since we crashed on this rocky, rocky, barren island. Giuseppe, what are you doing? Oh, what? What, Captain? What are you doing, Giuseppe? I'm li- Why aren't you stabbing crabs with that pointy stick I gave you earlier? I'm listening to podcasts. Podcasts? The nerve! I- I'm using Podcoin. So we can get some podcoin to pay for my our sea Uber. The Uber? You think there's a Uber for a thousand miles around here, Giuseppe, my idiot first mate? Can we start again? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, well, it was the worst take than before. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, structure. Let's think about structure. All right. All right. So I'll say when it's coming up here. Yar, Giuseppe. Me, me poor Swabby, me only shipmate left. It's been 47 days since we crashed on this rocky barren island. Giuseppe, what are you doing, my lad? Oh, Captain, I'm listening to podcasts. Podcasts? The nerve. I hate to make you walk the plank if ye me had a ship. I'm earning money for us for our boat Uber. The boober? <laughs> That's a brilliant idea. I had to make you first mate. Too bad you're the only one. Ah, oh, dang it. Can we try again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm losing the accent, too. A little bit. <laughs> Let me drink some water. <clears throat> oh, that's good. Okay, point at me when you're ready. We're just going to the next minute. And...